Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful, magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. So this week we're tackling a topic that we can't even really name, to be honest, because <laughs> it's kind of come out. Good start. It, yes, it's a great start, isn't it? It's kind of, I'm riffing as I go um, because it kind of came out of an idea that I was percolating on this morning, um, and so I'm just going to briefly explain a little story, and then maybe we can make some sense of it, Carla. How does that sound? We can give it a go. We can give it a go. So, <laughs> that's a good story, actually. So I think, I think it will, yeah. so, it illu- actually, it illustrates what you're trying to say better than a snappy title. I suppose so. it does. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, as many of you may know who've been listening to this podcast previously, hopefully we have some repeat listeners, um, I started writing my first novel this year, got very excited about this idea that I was going to write, um, told everyone on Writer's Retreat all about it. I was over the moon, managed to write however many words it was. I can't remember now. Um, and then the writing stopped and for I mean in between in all of that my family came to visit and there was all sorts of stuff going on so I wasn't really paying much attention to it but since they've left I've had time to start thinking about it and I was curious as to why I'd stopped writing and the first kind of thought that came to my mind was that I felt like I just wasn't really feeling it anymore and as I felt that I remembered an old project that I'd started some 10 or more years ago, a long, long time ago. And that project has started really um, getting my interest again to the point where I have picked it up and I've started running with it again. And and, and the writing is coming back, which is very exciting. But it kind of got gave me the thought about stopping and starting creative projects and how do we know when we need to need to or when we no I don't want to say should because it's not a should um well caught <laughs> caught myself no there well done uh, yeah when well I, spotted before it came out it was like half out and then it nearly was it, blah, 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 yep. it pulled it back in um yeah so when, when do we allow ourselves to stop projects and start new projects and you know what kind of thought processes go into place with that so that's that's kind of where, what we're going to talk yeah. about today. I don't know if that explains it very well. Hopefully it does a little bit. No, I think it does. But I, I'm, I'm curious yes. because, well, thoughts. So immediate thoughts is, yay, lots of things on the go. Because that's <laughs> obviously my like standard. Absolutely. Um, but mm. my immediate question, which might not be one you immediately have an answer for, so sorry if it's a horrible question, but okay. my immediate question is, how did you know or what feelings did you have that gave you the hint because it's not always as strong as knowing for certain Mm. what feelings did you have that gave you the hint that you actually wanted to shift to this other project rather than just i'm bored i can't be asked i'm scared i don't know what to write Mm. like how did you know that it was time to move rather than just experiencing resistance and avoiding because that for me is i think quite a crucial distinction that there are some times where yes i absolutely want to work on something different but there are times where i'm working it's essentially productive procrastination i'm working on something because i don't want to work on the thing that i yeah yeah was I can working see that. Not, it's not necessarily a should but the thing that i was doing mm-hmm. i'm just you know shoved into a corner because i've got this other thing that's very important but it might not actually be do you, i don't know yeah <laughs> throw that back in your court and see what you make of that how did i know the truth is i didn't know um okay. the truth is i 
recognised that I hadn't picked up this project or written for a good amount of time. Um, mm -hmm. And I started to try and explore why that was. And as I was thinking about that, I I keep coming back to this, this phrase, I just wasn't feeling the love for it. And... Yeah. I feel like that either. needs to be a good reason to have the the mm -hmm. motivation and you know the the passion to want to jump in and do something like that on a regular basis. I'm not going to say daily because I am not a daily writer. It's oh, just something I've I don't learned. know if anyone can be a daily anything for very long, to be honest. Some like, people are not... though. Some this is what Some I'm, people I've are, discovered. But then yes. it depends. I, yeah, but I think I don't know because life. I feel like has, we need to get one of those discovered... people on this podcast at one time we do and ask them. That would be wonderful. On this podcast. But I think it might be a personality thing, and also I mm. find um, we well as as with <laughs> the, the post that we put out before. Well, yes. We might have had an episode out before you hear this one, but yep. uh, life life has got in the way for both of us just recently mm. in different ways. Not necessarily sometimes in bad ways, sometimes in stressful ways, sometimes just in ways, um, sometimes in really delightful ways. Um, but I don't think you can plan for super consistency all the time. No, absolutely, and I totally agree with that. And, um, but I feel like when I first started that project that I was writing earlier this year. I, I was excited by it. I think I was ex excited at the prospect of getting a draft out because that's what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know whether I... I think maybe I put too much emphasis on it or too much... I, expectation. Expectation, yes, that's the word. I think I expected too much like, from yeah. it, yes. Um, and... And I, I don't know whether I don't know about you, but if if I expect too much from something, it usually ends up either retreating or, um, and you know, unsurprisingly, because you're putting that kind of pressure on something. <laughs> it's the um, I think it's the original definition of the baby bird, isn't it? So um, people always say oh, I, I, there's um, I think it was Kristen Kalp who said it originally. Um, I have to look it up, but mm. um, somebody talked about your your creative pursuits being like a baby bird because you nurture it and you feed it and you yes. go without food yourself in order to nurture it. And I was like, no, my creative pursuit is like a baby bird because for me, this is when I was trying to get into photography and make it my career, but I was scared. And I said, the trouble is, it's like a baby bird in the sense I keep booting out of the nest to fly on its own and it keeps fucking coming back. <laughs> not the same analogy, but kind of the same analogy. Well, see, <laughs> so, I, I, I would flip that a little bit. It's, it's like a baby bird probably sometimes in, in the case for me in that I find it on the floor after it's been booted out of the nest and I try and go near it and it's rapidly retreating away from me so <laughs> see the baby bird analogy is endlessly flexible it works in lots of like, different ways it's, it's, obviously it's, it's yeah. the, the creative the yeah. creative world in one analogy yeah. yeah so um but yeah I think I mean I don't know I think so I think also one of the things that Thank you for answering that so honestly, mm -hmm. because sometimes I think for us to say, I don't specifically know, is surprisingly difficult because, hey, perfectionism, that's fun. Yes. Um, but I also think, I am thinking out loud. So the only time I ever speak slowly, it turns out, is when I'm thinking <laughs> at the same time as speaking. <laughs> Otherwise it's like, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, but I'm having thoughts mm. and they can't come out quite as quickly. Um, I'm wondering whether... So, okay, let me, let me flip this. What I'm thinking, mm. and see if this is for you as well, or if this is just this is something that varies from person to person. Yep. So I am the queen of picking up new stuff. Yes, and, and having yes, like, we know. various plates spinning at once and moving around different things. And that does go for my creative stuff as well. But I, and as I've already said, you know, sometimes it's creative procrastination. Sometimes it's just genuinely that I'm feeling more in the mood to do. And also my things aren't always the same, um, pra like the same practice, the same type of mm -hmm. creativity. So that, it depends what I'm feeling like or what I'm physically capable of as well um but 
if you one of the things I struggle with is that I'm quite all or nothing so if I put something down that I was previously excited about and I'm just not really feeling the love for anymore which is definitely definitely a feeling that I relate to part of me worries that I'll never come back to it ever again mm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it's also not even necessarily true at the point in which I put it down and pick something else up I don't know if I'm going to come back chances are I probably will now knowing myself as I do but in the past I have really struggled with that but I've put all this work in and it might just it might just sit there in an unfinished state yep yep and I think it now I think it's totally okay to leave something in an unfinished state so that you can work particularly when we're talking about our joy projects because we most of us have limited time carved out to work on those things I think that there is an element of showing up to get something finished if that's something that is important to you about that project. But I don't think showing up when you're not having fun endlessly should necessarily be the end goal. Mm. Look at all the shoulds in there. That's why. It's because there's too many shoulds kicking around, aren't there? Um, <laughs> but I no, don't I see what I'm you're saying. This very well. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, do, do, you, do you feel, do you have a similar thing of, oh God, I might that might end up just... Because actually, I think the story you've just told says brilliantly, like you had something that you wrote 10 years ago that you presumably have not touched in the intervening 10 years. No, not at all. No. So you might come back to it when you least it so it's okay to leave stuff unfinished and now I, I do wholeheartedly believe it is okay to leave stuff unfinished even if that means it never gets finished because part of your creative practice is the practice part mm. is the doing it not not the end it shouldn't be out we've said before I think haven't we shouldn't be outcome focused but how do you tackle that fear of I don't want to work on this thing but will I have wasted my what I have put into it if I put it down and I do never so I'm really I'm sense? very interested in this the, 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 I, I'm going to just go back a little bit to there was a phrase you used and immediately it made my heart go oh that 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 thing it was it was okay tell me it was the all or nothing and yes it's it i as soon as you said that i suddenly thought to myself ah okay i feel like maybe the reason i haven't gone back to this project is because i don't feel like i can put my all into it and i think Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I feel like that's probably why I've put it down. That's just that's literally just something that's kind of sparked. Okay, in me but when you say oh, so now I've got another question. Yes. When you say you can't put your all into it, what are you defining in your head? And you might again, you might not know this yet. This is just. Are you defining that as doing it full time all the time? Are you defining that as finishing it? Are you just defining that as putting your heart and soul? Into I think it? heart and soul emotionally is, is the things oh, that's kind okay. of coming to mind yeah. there. Definitely. I mean, I know I can't do anything like that full time because I don't have the no. the capacity. So that's. But so that's as, not the thing that's stopping you. Yeah, I, th- I feel like perhaps it's be, and it, 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 that probably kind of coincides with that me saying I, I'm not feeling the love for it. So I suppose. Actually, if I'm not putting all of my heart and soul into it, then what is the point in continuing with it for now? I but the, going to then you, where you kind of went off in that little little. Uh, ta- ta- I like that. Well, we, we call them. No, <laughs> I mistyped it to Louise once. So we, so now we just call them tangerines. Tangerines round. It goes round. Yes, tangents for anyone non-English speaking or like English as <laughs> the first language. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> tangents but we call them tangerines now that's a good time to mention hashtag can't words for shit because that is you know the way we work um we haven't said that this season we yet, haven't so yeah, well yeah. um so yeah so then yeah kind of following along that tangent that you were saying there about um about oh, hang on i've just suddenly had a mental blank but you're Sorry, talking about no no it's fine we're talking about tangerines. um picking things back up um, again and or, or knowing again and feeling the love yes all or nothing but and also knowing as off. well that it was that sense of like you say you're putting something down and thinking you're never going to touch it again i i mean mm. i i put the, the project i've just started picking up again now 
I distinctly remember putting that project down because similar thing I think I'd lost the love for it I, I wasn't feeling like I could give it my all um and I mean call me a bit of a hoarder I suppose but it's set it's sat there it's been transferred from computer to computer to hard drive to hard drive for at least a decade you know and to be honest with you that in itself is impressive because <laughs> when I want to go back to some stuff I put down that I didn't know I was putting so that's really interesting because I'm just going to pick up there mm. in a second that I have a totally different process for putting stuff down I think which I think is really interesting but um the fact that you have tried when I want to go back to something I often have like a like a four week detective hunt before I which is part of the joy I think I'm well, like I was, oh I'm really surprised I can dive in and look through all actually, my stuff to find I'm it. really surprised it's um, it's weird because I mean the, the reason I started to look at this project I'd forgotten it was there it's been sitting in the in the recesses of my of my hard drive for however long I, time. pretty much I, I wouldn't say forgotten about I knew it was there because I knew I'd done it you know it. it's there but you don't give it active but yeah, also yeah. once it's filed you don't give it active thought, exactly you? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's just sort but of you know it's there but not in a yeah. a thought started to pick at my brain I, and that's all poke is the word I used the other day something it, it literally felt like something was like poking like the old me. school hello, Facebook poking hello, like, hello. Oi, yes oi, oi, oi. hi yeah, I'm here excellent. hello yeah. don't forget about me you know just like that little dig 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 poke 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 and so I decided to go in search of it. I mean, I, I actually can't open some of the documents that I'd written for it. I, for some reason, they will not open. And I've had to um, convert them as well because they were um, they were some old files. So I had to somehow convert. I, I don't know how I managed to do it, but I opened one of these documents up and it turns out I've written 25,000 words of this project. This wasn't a small project. This was amazing. Project. This was not a small thing, no. This was quite yeah. hefty for me, you know, so... Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially given at that point you still, you'd still convinced yourself you weren't writing and you weren't... I'm guessing this is when you just started to pick up writing again, but pre-degree pre and pre-writing writing. So... But 25,000 words is massive, like... Do you know what? Big, even and if you I, never use any of those words in the final whatever you get to... That's still a massive thing. I feel like that was actually probably my last attempt at NaNoWriMo as well, actually, that, that um, ah, got me there. So okay. obviously did yeah. not complete, you know, 50,000. But um, hey, 25,000, I'm, I'm down with that. That works. But oh, I feel like it's just that, that, that idea of, you know, what brought me back to that project and why have I picked that? And why is that? Or why, why, why has my love and, uh, you know, all my heart and emotion, and you know, gone back to this thing that I'd left mm, for mm -hmm. such a long period of time and hadn't really I don't I'm not being coherent at all because I'm still trying to figure this out but no but that's the joy of it isn't it is mm. that we, we're talking through our process more or less as it happens which I mean the I mean, closest talk, I've got yeah I was gonna say talk to you had an example didn't you tell me about, well the closest I've got is that I, so I've signed up in I don't know I think it was about October maybe earlier last year it might have been last summer and uh one of the um, other people um, so there's my I can't remember how much I've talked about the studios but in my studios there's um, an almost ever changing rotor of um, about 20 to 30 artists so there's there's about 15 of us that are always they've been there for years and they're always there and then I mean not it just changes based on when pe some people take studios for six months some people are there for five mm -hmm. years it just depends so somebody posted in a group to say oh I was going to book a gallery does anyone want to join me blah blah and so it ended up being four of us that were going to do an exhibition together and then um one of the ladies um tried to we'll get her on the podcast at some point actually uh tried to organize a pop-up shop and temporarily rent a space in a building on a high street and accidentally signed a five-year lease for all three stories of that building oh my god yeah we're friends she's she's very much on my wavelength she's great um so wow she was like, yeah so so i've got my own gallery space on the second floor now so i'm probably not going to join you guys but and then and we were like okay that's cool but we obviously didn't want to let the original gallery we'd booked down 
Then we emailed to check with the gallery and they had double booked and they didn't actually have space for us in the oh. week that we had, um, we thought we'd paid a deposit for, but it turns out that wasn't the case. So then we went back to Sam and we were like, hi, you know how you've got this really cool gallery space? Can we just like slot in there? That'd be really nice. Thanks. So we did. So this was, oh yeah, October time. And at that time I was working on a particular series um, in that I have has been brewing for a really long time and I've been working on and I've put a lot of like love into the research and stuff but I was struggling to get to a finished image because I don't even think it was perfectionism I think it was because I had so much like there's so much in my it was all um, related to um it still is it will still come out at some point it's called companions and it's the book characters that have been with me all my life um, but I couldn't figure out whether I wanted me in the photo with them I couldn't figure out if I wanted me as them I, I was just not I just couldn't get to it. But anyway, I was working on it just fine. I was like, well, it's October. The exhibition is until the middle of April. It's going to be totally fine. <laughs> and then I got to the point where I'd actually created a couple of pieces that were kind of in progress enough. That I was like, yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. That's cool. And I'd spoken to the, um, we'd, we'd decided on a title of Exploring Memories and the other two ladies, one's a painter, one is a mixed media sculptor. And um, we, we got, it was all going to go together. There's going to be like stories and memories all kind of, all lovely. Two and a half weeks before the exhibition, I burned it all and was like, brilliant, I'm just going to do this other thing instead and created a whole new... And, and somehow that just came to... It was the most stressful thing. You were here when I was doing some of it, so yes. I was up till stupid o'clock, like six, seven in the morning working on it and it was completely insane. But that's my experience of suddenly... It wasn't... I wasn't feeling the love for the other, the other series. That's very much still something I'm working on. But I suddenly had this burst of, like, must. Yeah. I think that's the, the other... The, there's, a, there's a wonderful book... I'm pointing behind me but I've just had a tidy up so it might not actually be behind me it might be in there or it might be over here anyway it's a book called um, The Crossroads of Should and Must yes and it's not that the other one was a should but the new project felt which is the um, mermaid series that's also behind me um, it, suddenly it was like a must that swept away everything else that I was doing so it Do wasn't you know, even that I was come back to it was literally just like I can't I can't I can't do both of these at once. It wasn't even a conscious decision to put the other project down. It was just this just took over my brain for a little while and then and then it happened and it was great and now I'm kind of creating for both series. Do you know what this is kind really of reminding me, me of? This is it, I'm sure this this is something um we've both read in Big Magic. I feel like it's something to yes. do with um about when of inspiration and creative you know I'm making oh, yeah I keep forgetting you can't see us I'm making arms are just going like, everywhere at the arms moment. are doing things yes yes when the inspiration kind of hits you yes yeah, yeah and if um, I feel like <sighs> but I think the inspiration can hit you or it can like in your case it's kind of tickled you it's tickled your memory and it's gone oh, it was poking it's it going hi like, do you remember me hi just, like, yeah, yeah yeah waved a little hi hi just just so you don't forget yeah yeah, really yeah but it's kind of I'm also not very coherent because it's it's a I don't know it's also it's quite an, it can be quite an overwhelming thing and although I would say I'm probably more experienced than most with picking stuff up, putting stuff down, spinning stuff, and I, my, some people say it's a superpower, some people say it's a flaw. I, depends what mood I'm in as to what I think it is, um, and what, what's currently happening in my life. But I do like to leave things in like a, a state of suspended animation rather than stopping them. Mm because then the possibility of picking them up is easier to me. Oh, yes, you talked um, about, like, your um, putting down is different, from, obviously, obviously, from... Yes. Yeah. Talk to me about so, that. Um, so, well, only because I don't think I ever consciously put anything down. So where you said, oh, I lost the love for it and moved on to something else, mm. and you've said the same about this, the other, like, the project you started, the novel you started earlier this year, and then you've put it down and gone back to this other thing, or you might have come up with something new. Or you, it, it feels just from what you're saying and I obviously you know I don't know we've and we've not really talked about this in depth have we mm. until now 
we're doing our first conversation about it for you guys um <laughs> it feels like you've made a at some point you've made a decision where something is going oh hi and you've gone oh okay i'm just going to actually i'm going to put you over here and i'm going to turn to you and do the thing with with the new thing mm. that's that's poking or the old thing that's poking you but the thing that is not the thing you were doing before yes i don't i think it probably does happen but it happens so fast in my brain that what actually happens is that i am doing something and then suddenly i am doing something else and the other thing is discarded but i haven't i haven't physically put it anywhere it just it's just isn't there anymore for a while it's just, it's just still there but it kind of sits like it's it's a re- it's really hard to explain. She's and she's then, waving at the periphery kind of, of her vision, just so you know. But also <laughs> right because I think it sits kind of here, as in I can see it in in my peripheral vision, and then either it throws itself back at me at some point, or it kind of drifts slowly down. It like you know, like silt settling in a river. It kind of. I kind of think of it more like. At some point, um, I will go and look for it. I kind of think of it more as like a pile of papers that you just keep putting stuff on top of, and eventually it moves to the bottom of the the pile of papers, and not in a not in a. Uh, it's not a bad analogy no, no, but it's no. still not quite accurate because every now and again you then get like a fucking shark or a jellyfish or something that comes along and is completely unrelated and does a thing and I wear, and, and, and then suddenly you find that their tentacles have stirred up and there's like some little pearls chucking around and there's some in, in the silt there's some cool stuff and then inevitably I will then whatever I'm focused on over here or like I'm in the middle of trying to stab the shark this is a really confused analogy now and um, <laughs> And Don't then, and then the shark. like, Sharks are wonderful. And then I'll suddenly like swim after the pearl, and then it's really, really confusing. So, but then um, I also then would then equate that to you've got the big pile of papers, and you as you're walking through the kitchen, for example, this is a this is stuff that happens to me because I have the big pile of papers sometimes in the kitchen. You knock the pile of papers, and it all goes all over the floor, yes, and so you yes, start picking and it up, and you go, of, "Oh, oh, I yeah, remember yeah. you." You know, and then you discover something. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. Um, I mean, one of the reasons this massive. Um, tidy up process I've currently got a skip um, for three weeks outside my house and one of the reasons that this process mum came the other day and she was like well it's, it's sort of about a third full that's but you've, you've had it for a third of the time Wait. and I was like the trouble is what you don't understand is that some days I can just move through the stuff and chuck out the shit mm-hmm. and some days particularly if it's in the office rather than the house because this 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 room is is definitely where I keep all the creative stuff yeah um, sometimes I will pick up a folder and I'll be like, yep, old, 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 need to keep that, need to, yep, that's HMRC, old, old, and chuck the whole lot out. Sometimes I will spend three hours going through the first two pages because I'm like, oh, this is the thing. And then, and then I've remembered the thing and then I, and then I fall down a rabbit hole and that mm. for me, that's part of the process. But it, it's very interesting to me, mainly because I think you've made me realise maybe I do need to be more deliberate about putting stuff down, not least so I know where the bloody hell I've put it, so that when I do inevitably <laughs> want to come back to it, I don't have to go on a four-week voyage of discovery to find it. I mean, it can so, be helpful that I was able to pick it up that quickly because it was obviously... Yeah. Bigger. But I... Yeah, so... Okay. But did you... Oh, so then I also want to know then, did... Was... When you said it was poking you... Mm. Did you immediately know that it was that idea poking you, or was it like a new idea that you were then like, "Oh, this is similar enough to"? No, no, or it's assume... related to. Like, was it? Was it? I knew. Was it... it stretching its hand out from the depths, or was it something new that then tied in? No, it wasn't something new at all. I knew it was that for as soon as. Okay. Not maybe not as soon as I think I kind of got this sense of there was something else I wanted to look at, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, I remember this story. I started a little while back. Is it? Is that still?" a valid idea or is it or was it like really contrived or um, so then you can go and kind of explore what that was like yeah, yeah. before and re- remind yourself of it i, I mean interestingly you... i've gone back and i've looked at what i wrote and it's hideous 
That's because you've had ten years of growth, and, it, and that's exactly it. So yeah, I, I kind of like, yeah. initially I was looking. I was looking. If you'd gone at, back and been like, "That's brilliant," that would probably be a bit worrying in some ways. Yeah, I guess that's true. This is very true. Yeah. I mean, I I went back to it with the idea of just continuing on, but as mm. I obviously there's no way I was just going to continue on without reading what I'd already written because I it's been a long, long time. Um, of course. If I've written something last week and I go back to it, I still have to go back and at least reread the last few pages because I can't remember what I wrote. So, um, but so yeah, I, I as I was reading it and I I was like, oh, this is not quite kind of how I see this story going, and I'm not sure this is how I want this character be to, to character to be. Or mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I guess like you say, it's growth. It's this is you know I've had ten years of life experience and education and learning your skills and yeah learning to, and yeah, so much doing more creative things there, yeah. and and hearing more creative you know reading more books and taking you know filling that well up with other other things more with more inspiration and um so yeah i feel like it's maybe the reason i put it down all all the way back then was because i wasn't ready to write that story ready? Mm, yeah definitely. it's one of the things that's okay, crossed my mind so then what was the point? Can can you pinpoint the point? Oh my god, I'm not doing so well with the articulateness today. Um, that's not even a word. But I'm someone sure said today, fun. re-niching. She, where we are in my networking group, we are doing all the made-up words. But I like re-niching. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal that. Sure. Um, ignoring my articul lack of articulateness <laughs> today. Um, what was the point? Can can you pinpoint the point or the moment or the trigger or the whatever it was? Where you were like, actually, I need to put this this one down and go back to this other one. Was because I one of so the reason I'm asking that is because one of the things that I do sometimes struggle with when I'm in that in between, and that I I relate very strongly to that. I want to say like a transient phase, but I'm not sure I even quite mean that. But that 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 stage where you're like, you could be doing you're you're sort of not quite doing this, but you haven't quite committed to doing the other thing, and you haven't it like that in between bit. Um limerence i think might be a a good word for that anyway um i've heard this word why have i heard this word oh um so it can refer to i've literally heard it in the last few days oh okay this is bizarre so remind me marianne Cantwell uses it um to refer to that in between stage in terms of your work your career your in between stuff she's got a much better definition of it than i have there's a ted in fact her ted talk is all about limerence um or possibly a word related to limerence uh limerence is also can be when you are unrequitedly um loving somebody and it's not actually it's more that you're like pushing i don't actually know the definition but I'm... from where i've heard it used i would say it's if you are um let me see let me see if i'm right i'm curious oh yeah because i've um, got it here now you are like maybe slightly dissatisfied with something or and and then you meet somebody so for example you're in a relationship you're fed up with your relationship you meet someone else and they seem like the answer to all your questions and you like properly like project everything onto them so you think you're in love with them but actually it's not it's limerence it's like is that is that sort of kind of yeah I might, have, I might have cocked up the the use of limerence in this but it's, it's in that uh, liminal that's why. So li- they are connected. Marianne uses liminal. Limerence is not the right word in this. This. There we go. Sorry. Isn't that weird that I've never word. heard this word before and I've just heard it twice in the like so last couple of days? So where have you heard it? Tell I, me. I tell me. Cannot even things. remember. I don't know. I, okay. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I, where have I heard okay. that word recently? So. Rewind. We may or may not leave that piece in the podcast because that was all then. Okay. <laughs> so let me go back again. So when I am in that liminal space, not when I'm experiencing limerence. Sorry, guys. Um, I really struggle. 
to identify for myself. Although interestingly, I have definitely had experiences with my mentoring clients where I've been able to pinpoint for them. When I am experiencing like stubbornness, so I'm I'm not I'm not picking I'm not doing the new thing because I feel like I should be doing the old thing and mm. I'm too stubborn to let it go. Versus when it's the right time, versus when actually the old thing is the right thing for me to be doing, but I'm looking for productive procrastination because I'm scared, not flowing, not do you see what I mean? Like, how how do we, how do you pinpoint the shift, I guess? How do you know when you are, and I know you, that's sort of similar to the question I asked earlier, but I, what I want to know is different, but I'm not entirely sure how to, how to phrase what I want I to know. I have to say, I'm not entirely sure I understand what you're trying to ask me either, um, so. I, I think it's around stubbornness is where I'm, like, how, how do you... I, I so okay I'm, I'm how having do you some deal with thoughts. your own reluctance to put stuff down yeah, yeah give me thoughts because so yeah. my my thoughts are uh actually maybe this is stubbornness is that i i it was preferable for me to go without writing for i mean we're talking it must easily be at least six weeks maybe eight weeks probably longer mm-hmm. um it was preferable not to write anything on this first project um for all of that time because I didn't want to let it go because of how much work I'd already put into it yes it was I'd put a lot of and I don't mean just what I'd written I'd put a lot of planning into it and yeah and time which I and also I don't normally plan either which is quite interesting I'm I'm more of a pantser I'm not really a plotter yeah um so the first time I heard it I was like you're a what now but oh it's one of my favorite words now um Um, yeah so I but so I think I was kind of clinging on to that because I'd approached it differently and because I'd put so much time into planning it (laughs) This is as a as a really direct but not a great comparison. I, it's the reason I stayed as a paramedic for so bloody long because I put so much time into the training that was involved. But interestingly, and, there is um something um, yeah something that you know just, I, I find it that was really interesting. Oh, you've broken up a bit. Sorry, that's fine. You, you you froze. You I paused. I didn't hear anything, so carry on. Oh, okay. Sorry, you paused, so I jumped in. And then oh, yeah, no, I'm still talking. No, so the internet. I noticed you frozen, so I've got no idea what ah, you said. Okay, no worries. No, so I'm. I well, I'm curious because so there's there's a there's a name for that, and it's the sunken cost fallacy, and it's the reason that people stay in jobs in. So I've seen it most in jobs because obviously that's where I help people. Uh, in jobs, in relationships, in houses, in God knows what else. Um, and it's you. you it's the when people say to you. But you can't quit being in. You can't quit that because it's what you worked for. It's what your degrees in. It's what you've done. You've done all those years. Mm, It'll be such a all waste. all that time and effort and yes. It'll be such a waste. And and actually, you whether you, <laughs> how can I explain it? Whether you make the change or don't make the change, you've still spent that time, money, effort, whatever. And if you don't make the change, you will be in the same position in five years' time. Mm. But you still will have spent the time that you've spent up till now. If you see what I mean. Yeah. And I think people it's a curiously human thing and it's a curiously this this is giving me interesting thoughts it's it's a risk thing yeah yeah it's it's, it's like a risk avoidant thing i think it's like oh but if you you know you can't throw it all away i hear it a lot actually with you can't throw it all away it's like well i'm not throwing it away i've learned stuff from it all the stuff that i did before even the shit stuff that i didn't want to do even the shit jobs that i didn't want to do um i have more experience like a lot of people do use it around relationships um because actually if you've spent 10 years with someone and then you want to leave that can feel quite stressful Mm. 
I obviously don't have that experience because I just don't really do relationships anymore. Um, but for me, in, in terms of jobs, people have said, oh, but you've got all that experience you've built up. And I'm like, well, I can still use that experience. And, and I could still come back to a job if I wanted. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't ever do anything else just because I've done this thing. Because actually, regardless of whatever I do in my life, if I die tomorrow, I've still done the thing. If I don't die till I'm 104... I've still done the like like what you've already done is already the money's it's already there. spent. The, it's already there, the, the, isn't it? The experience yeah. is already the time is already spent, everything yeah, yeah. is already done. Um But this is this is just giving me some thoughts. Sorry, go I on, can tell I, me can the I thoughts. Interrupt. I'm curious. I, I just I I like that there's a an actual like expression for it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Tell, and, tell and one I've not heard before, which is always good. It's you're kind of making me think that I feel like maybe the the project I've just put down I you know, was there as a means to get me into the right I don't know the right frame of mind the, with the right to have the right tools and skills to go back to that old story and start writing that again yeah. but also I feel like as I was putting it down there was that stubbornness to cling on to it because I put so much time into it not realizing that if I let go of that it would free up space for me to start thinking about the old project again which I feel is what's happened and that goes then into where we've talked before and i can't remember which episode it was but we've talked before about your creative time not having to be outcome Mm. outcomes focused yes and i think that clinging and again for me this is this is making me go ping because i think that's where some of my stubbornness and my reluctance to put things down officially if you because i do put things down and move on in my head if you say oh you're still working on that i'm like oh yes yes definitely yeah even if i haven't touched it for two years absolutely yeah Um, and actually, that takes up really valuable headspace. It does and I think that so that, much. That clinging, that 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 reluctance, I think maybe comes from not realizing that you, from from wanting an outcome, wanting a, a concrete outcome, like a piece of work to come from all of the work that you put in. And actually, some of the even some of the, I mean, some of the projects that I was working on that I'm not working on anymore, and I've accepted I'm not working on anymore. I've still learned masses from those mm. things that I am applying in the work that I am producing and the bodies of work that I am finishing, so or not finishing, but, you know, continuing to produce it, and I don't know if they'll ever be finished. Um, and I think that that is maybe a mindset thing, and that's that's where the fallacy part of that sunken cost fallacy expression comes from, is that the cost is sunken regardless of what you do, but carrying on doing something that you don't want to do and you're not Because of the time not, you put into it, yeah. Because of the time you've already sunk into it is, is, is a fallacy, is yeah. a stupid thing to do, because yeah. it's not going to change the outcome. Um and so maybe it's more like a mindset shift then yeah. to think about your creative and actually that then ties back in doesn't it to your creative time being about the practice more than the project mm-hmm. as in the, the, the your creative practice your my words are yes. not wording but your um, arms are going <laughs> but I know because I'm like oh, because I can literally feel the cogs turning very slowly in my very hot brain um Am I making sense though? Yeah, like, I do. I think it maybe is there is something there about a mindset shift for if you are struggling to, because you know as much as I love our conversations about how we've experienced it, I do like to at least at least try and come up with some kind of a solution towards the end, or at least a hint or a tip. Well, I don't, know, I don't even know whether it needs to be a solution, um, but perhaps just of like a reassurance just with a people thought. that yeah, you know like this yeah. is normal and um, it's okay and yeah. you know permission permission I think there's a permission yes, thing there of yeah. giving yourself permission to create for the sake of creating mm. and then and not worry about what's coming and actually then if you do so it could be that you create a whole I always I suppose it's the same thing with like you hear about it don't you lots that lots of writers who are published and you like people like Freya North and Katie Ford and people that I read and are, you know they've got insane numbers of books 
um, out. But they also have maybe anything from one to five books that have never seen the light of day because they were where they honed, where they figured out mm. where they were going, what kind of genre they wanted, all of that stuff. And so they served a different purpose to an outcome, like a finished shiny thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense to me. It feels I feel like... like we're not quite ready to do a TED Talk on this. We're not quite uh, polished enough, are we? But I wouldn't go I that think... far, yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't know. I think, I've, I think I've got some really interesting like oomph out of that. Yeah. Um, really interesting thoughts I hadn't really quite had before. I feel um, like I feel like we have it's it's definitely it's given me more to think about and it's probably mm. it's it's just it's kind of supported the idea that it's you know I might go back to that other story at some point mm. when in 10 years time who knows um make sure I save it in plenty of places so that I can find it again that's a good yep. thing to remember with, with a with a file name that with is a relevant file name. yes absolutely yeah. yeah definitely yeah because um, I have a terrible tendency to call my thing, mind things like August thoughts, <laughs> no year, and it's like, well, that's great, but in fifteen years' time, you're not going to know which you August that was it, August, love? Because you? yeah. you're not actually going to know that you had that thought in 2013 either. So no. sort your shit out, Carla. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, <laughs> one of the things, actually, is a very practical step that I think I might take. I think I've spoken before on the podcast about the concept of my scanner day book, not my idea. Uh, my that was from a course I did millions of years ago. Remind um, us, just in case that, people haven't heard yeah, that. This is this is the book, the notebook that sits by my desk um, and actually comes away with me when I go away as well. I rarely travel without it. And it's just a big, a big notebook. And every time I have a new idea for something, which is, I don't know, approximately three times a week, <laughs> like for like a whole new business or a whole new project or a whole new something, um, I set a timer. I break what I'm doing. Because often when I'm having that idea, I literally can't focus on the thing that I'm supposed to be doing until I've... Yes, this is, this is definitely but a thing. But I also went through a stage where every time I had that idea, I would buy the domain, set up the website and then go back to what I was doing. And then suddenly I had like 12 businesses she on my hands. She had a lot of domains. Not, or 12 folks, blogs or whatever yeah. on my hands. And it was just not practical. So then I did the the 30 day scanner project and the scanner day book. So basically it's a notebook. And every time you, I have an idea, I set myself a timer, which is anything from 10 minutes to two hours, depending on what the project is and what else I'm supposed to be doing. And I just give myself unfettered time. I can research it. I can draw. I can plan. I can write. I can do whatever I want. I can sketch out a website. I can do anything I want except spend money on doing it. I am not allowed to buy domain names. I am not allowed to do... Like, this is a planning process. And sometimes that's all I need to do. Um, But the the point of it is that then inside that notebook, which currently is a big um, B five i think slightly bigger than a5 um and it's got um believe written on the front it's my current one um and it just means that all the, all the ideas i've ever had essentially all the all the ideas i've ever wanted to develop are in there so when i do want to come back to something it's there mm-hmm. this is making me think that i might start another one another notebook specifically for when i am transitioning between working on because I, I work on a few things at once but because i've got so many things going on creatively that means there's always a few that are, are not happening mm. as well um it might be really interesting to have like a section of a project book or something for each of those or a folder where so that I've got somewhere because I think part of my reluctance to move on is I worry that I'll forget or I worry that I'll so having somewhere where I can actually catch notes for those specific things if they occur to me without having to be actively working on that project for the way that my brain works I think would be really helpful that's really sensible I think yeah um because sometimes because actually past stuff not having a new idea I, th- I feel like there's a slightly different purpose to yeah it, I, I mean i know really help me to like gather it for me over the last 10 years i have definitely thought back on that project you know many times and thought about oh should i should i you know it, should i take that back up again is i think is it, what can i add to it what can i how can i make it better kind of thing so the, it definitely has 
it's you know it's kept a little place in the back it's of my lurked. mind it has yeah, lurked definitely, most definitely, definitely for a long long time and maybe it was just waiting for its right time yeah waiting for its right moment absolutely and for you to have the in, in the same way similarly actually i know it's the same but we often have this don't we where our your writing and my photography kind of go arm in arm mm. together um but the work that i've just completed um not necessarily with the mermaid tail but the kind the style the kind of thing that i've created with the sort of mad someone described it as magical realism and i was like mm, i suppose it kind of is but i hadn't really thought of it as a genre particularly but this idea of kind of magic and books and miniatures and dramatic costumes and place which is all stuff that comes into my work i wanted to create that stuff 20 years ago i didn't have the skills mm. to do it yeah not to mention photoshop has come on a long the way tools, in 20 yeah. years mm. you know cameras have come on a long way in 20 years so now I can work at the size I wanted to work in it's mad stuff like some of it is my skills and some of it is literally technology and um you know that kind of thing it's not just about because often I think with as creatives we think oh we don't have the time oh we don't have the time to work on that thing and I think sometimes it can be other things so I like this thing I like this idea about you know the, the projects that we can leave projects unfinished it's okay if they never get finished mm. but just because we're not finishing them now doesn't mean we never will exactly and we can come back to things as they're ready for us and we they will come to us when they're ready when we are ready to do some more on them i'm not going to say complete them because that puts pressure on an yeah. outcome and that's not a thing but yeah i'm, I'm excited i by like this concept. that i feel like that's a nice point just to kind of round that off on actually that's really nice it's more coherent than anything else i've said <laughs> so yeah i'll go with that <laughs> but thank yeah. you for sharing because i think that was a really good um really good illustration of something that i think we've probably all grappled with but we don't well, as we've just described, just um, demonstrated, we don't always put words to. No, exactly. It's not the easiest so, thing to even think about or understand, is it? So. And I'm, yeah. I'm now really excited to hear more about this um, this new this new but not new new thing. but not new project. Yes, I mean it will be new by the time I actually you know rewrite it because uh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to give it a nickname, Sarah, so that we can talk about it without giving away. It's got it's got a working title, but the ti- the title's really cheesy, so I'm not gonna say it. Okay. No, <laughs> totally fine it's early days it's all good um but yeah yes so we as always we would love to know if you have come across if you've had similar experiences completely different experiences um you know we do actually want to hear from you if you're nodding along we want to hear yes please if you're listening like what the hell are you two talking about that is not how i experience this obviously we also want to hear about yes. that too. like this is cool we are not we are not the fact we are quite different and so we hope we give like a nice rounded um but we you know entirely um, except there are other look at things but we, we are not well, the, the so. family, you know we are not the the complete uh, the complete guide to anything are we, exactly really? so <laughs> incomplete guide maybe but yeah <laughs> so no tell us tell us if there's and again as always tell us if there's anything else you'd like us to tackle yes please and we'll see you next time take care take care <laughs> bye-bye bye thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app Five stars, please. Uh, where can people find us online, Sarah? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or if you have topics you want us to talk about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.